Welcome to the Archer and Armstrong Production Journals. I'm your executive producer, Jeffrey Bridges, and I'm joined by... Susan Bridges, co-executive producer. Yay, introduce Yay! yourself this time. I, I gave today, it a shot. And today we are joined by our esteemed composer for the show, Vincent Morrison. Hello, Vincent! Hello, people of Earth! So, as we mentioned, uh, you composed all the music for the show. What was it like trying to create a theme based on a comic book? Exciting and scary. I admit I wasn't very familiar with the comic beforehand, but I started reading them and was fascinated by the premise. Uh, trying to come up with a theme was... I, I don't, even, don't even know how to describe the process. I looked at stuff floating in my head and picked a few notes. Uh, the notes worked. I kept going. Um, I hoped what I was creating would have a similar feel to the comic, and since you guys liked what I did, I guess it does. I tried to create something adventurous, kind of Indiana Jones-ish. Old-style movie adventures, you know? Well, I think you captured the tone of the comic really well in that old-style adventure movie coupled with a light-hearted tone. Though at times it also gets um, action-y and creepy and sad, so it has to be tough to make that all sound cohesive. Do you think it helped or hindered that we, we basically just asked for music to fit different moods? Definitely helped. I love when people give me ideas. That just gives me more of a palette to work with. Uh, overall, the feedback I got from you guys and Anna Rodriguez, the director, uh, was very thorough and helpful. Uh, creating a central theme was the key, and after that, it was really fun trying to compose everything around it, more or less. Um, for a lot of this, I just imagined I was in a movie, and imagined what the movie score would be. So you use the central theme kind of as the basis? Uh, I don't know if I noticed that exactly. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. But yes, you can hear the theme repeat in different ways through the different mood pieces. Well, I noticed. Perhaps Susan just wasn't paying much attention. Ha! How do you notice? You have no musical skill to speak of. How dare you shame me? Hey, man, I notice what I notice. And and I thought it was really cool. The theme callback comes up in little ways. Other pieces, you know, makes it sound more like it's all part of a whole. Thank you, Jeffrey. I'm glad someone appreciated it. Listen to this guy. Sounding like he knows what he's talking about. I'm sorry, Vincent. I forgive you, Susan. <laughs> the feedback you provided more than makes up for that listening gap. Well, that's actually interesting because Susan and Anna provided all the music feedback because, as Susan was quick to tell you, I'm not what you call musically inclined. No, you're not. <laughs> thanks, thanks. So so how did you find the um, editing and revision process? I know you're familiar with it in terms of script writing, but is it any different in terms of music composition? It's not that different, really. I mean, just like a script, I sent in a version, you critiqued and sent it back, and I sent in a new version. Uh, Anna knows music, so she had a lot of little bits of advice to throw out. Um, one thing that was kind of a challenge is that Anna really likes horns. She wanted horns, lots of horns. And I'm not as enthusiastic about them as she is. Uh, we went back and forth a few times, agreeing on the right sound. Oh, I know. I'm not a huge fan of horns either. I tend to not favor a lot of brassiness, but she most definitely does. I don't know why you guys are hating on horns. I like them. They give it this epic adventure feel, I think. Well, yes, like in Indiana Jones. I don't mind that as much, I guess. I, part of it is just I find a lot of higher tones, higher notes, like more grating to my ears. So it's kind of a personal preference thing. I'm not hating. I guess it's because I come from a string background. Um, the first instrument I learned to play was viola. Oh, I took violin lessons as a child. It did not... And, well, it was a very brief and sad period of time. I can sometimes find middle C on a piano. Ha! <laughs> that is the extent of my musical knowledge. Well, 
I played viola all through school. Uh, I guess I fell in love with the sound of strings. Is that something you tried to incorporate more into the music you did for Archer and Armstrong? Well, let's just say that it's a part of me, and it comes out in most things I compose. Some people like the sound of piano, some obviously horns. I'm a string guy. Not that it's the only set of instruments I adore. Was there an instrument or, or a set of instruments you found had more of the feel you were going for in the pieces that you composed for the show? I mean, outside of all the brass that the ladies forced upon you? Ladies? No, no. Ladies. Hmm. Not really. I mean, I wanted to use the full orchestra. Make it sound traditionally majestic is maybe the term I'm looking for. Uh, one thing that I was unsure of was adding a lot of percussion in the action track. I tried it, didn't like it. Uh, took it out, then put it back in when Anna said she liked it. I think I probably suggested some extra percussion, too. Yeah, yeah, you probably did. I was double-teamed on drums. <laughs> the action track uh, actually ended up having some of my favorite music from the entire show in it. When you hear it under some of the fight scenes, it just sounds really good. Oh, yeah? I should point out, listeners, that as of this recording, I have not heard any of the final mixes, so I have no idea how any of it came out in the end. Susan was just asking me about that and telling me how awful I was for not sending those to you yet. It's true. He's a monster. Ah. Yes, very awful. No cookie for you, Jeffrey. Fine, fine. I mean, I guess I'll send them to you for cookies. Yay! Don't send him cookies. He's fine. (laughs) Back off of my cookies, woman. Don't you mean belly off? You know, belly off your cookies? Because your belly. It's big. All right, all right, moving on. I did want to say um, that I really do like the main theme, but I also love the parts of the um, sad track, I guess I guess you could call it. There are portions that are very melancholy and sweet. Oh, oh, and the creepy track. Okay, I guess what I'm saying is I, uh, you really hit all the moods super well. Oh, the sad track took a long time to do. Mostly because I kept getting uh, sad writing it and had to take breaks. I mean, <laughs> to compose sad music, you really have to put yourself in that state of mind and kind of record what pours out of you. Creepy was easier. I watch a lot of horror movies. Well, I guess it's, again, kind of similar to writing in that way. You've got to feel what you're creating if you want it to be authentic. Yeah, weird how that works out. You did read the comic before composing, so was there any particular scene or thing that happened that inspired some of the music or something you specifically wanted to write a piece Hmm. of music for? You know, now that I think of it, I was focused more on the characters than the events. And that kind of goes with everything I read. I'm always more interested in the people and how they react than what's happening. I mean, I guess part of the sad track was Archer realizing how he'd been lied to all these years. That's pretty devastating. Totally is. And and he's got a couple of other really sad moments he has to deal with uh, as he goes along. And, and Armstrong, too, which is maybe giving the wrong impression to people who haven't read the comic, because it's actually mostly very lighthearted, but it has its serious moments. Oh, I just gave a spoiler, didn't I? Sorry, everyone. Mia culpa. No, no, it's fine. I mean, the comic's been out for three or four years now. It's nothing to worry about. I, I don't consider that a spoiler. No, no worries. Okay, cool. I know some people are sensitive about that, but if the producers are okay with it, I'm off the hook. We're all good. Don't worry. So, how do you go about composing? Like, how do you start? What program do you use? I'm assuming you're doing all of this on a computer. Wow, okay. Um. Yes, I do it all on a computer. Well, computer and keyboard. I use Pro Tools. I'm pretty comfortable with it. I usually start just on a keyboard, plucking out themes. Sometimes I use a guitar, but for this, the guitar didn't feel right. So I find a theme, plug it into the computer, and start building from there. At this point, it's almost like painting a picture. You add elements, take some away, build on what you've created, trying to create a coherent image in the listener's mind. It's so foreign to me. I'm completely fascinated. Like, how long does something like that take? 
I'm sure different pieces take different amounts of time, depending on, you know, the number of factors. But, like, for the main theme, uh, how long do you th- think it took you to go from first poking around with it to the final version? Well, a lot of people say you're not ever finished with a work of art. You just release it into the wild at a certain point and hope for the best. And that's true here. Gosh, I don't remember how long the main theme took. I mean, I started playing it. I mean, I started it, played with it. Came out with something I thought sounded good, and sent it to Anna and Susan. We went back and forth a couple of times. The actual work on my part, probably not that much. Once I'm in it, I tend to write quickly. The hard part is putting the finishing touches on it and deciding when it's time to just let it go. Sometimes rather sad. Like um, like watching a child grow up and go, and go to college or something. Writing is that way too. Yes, it definitely is. Though I think with writing a story, I have more of a sense of a finished piece. Uh, with music, I always feel like I could add more. And uh, speaking of, are there other projects you're working on or places where people can find more of your work? Well, I've done a lot of music for Seminar. I wrote the theme to it, and I did a lot of um, the background music uh, of the episodes. Can't name the episodes, but quite a few. I still remember the first time doing that as the assistant director. It was this short that was basically a series of commercial parodies, and I had to write music for all the little segments. I'd never written accordion music before, and yet I think it came out really well. You can hear my music in... Penance production of Twelfth Night. And you've written a ton of seminar shorts and, and even won a Parsec Award for one of them. Yes. As, as well as Pendy Awards. Okay, okay, stop. You're making me blush. Yes, yes, those two. And you directed the show for a while and you've done music on some of our other shows. Your um, Rockabilly Wedding March in the Kingery was amazing. And you act, too. You started our production of uh, Othello. You're a renaissance man. Oh, the Rockabilly Wedding March. Holy crap. That was, um... That was special. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of rockabilly um, to to begin with, so uh, the first part of this was listening to a lot of it and trying to feel it, you know? It's not really a thing I feel. Um, and then I just had to add the wedding march and somehow make it sound rockabilly, and I guess it worked out, so yay. I like, I like the act of creation. I think adding beauty to the world is the reason for my existence, more or less. I feel you there. Creating art is a beautiful thing. Do you have more of your music online anywhere that people could find it, besides in uh, many of the other fine pendant productions? You can find a few more of my musical meanderings on SoundCloud. Uh, you can hunt down my YouTube account. I messed around, around with a couple of song parodies, though I'm not very proud of those. I've really only recently started sharing my music over the past few years. Fantastic! I advise you all to go look up more of Vincent's stuff because it is excellent grade A across the board. And we are always very happy to work with you. As I am with you. Really, these people are awesome listeners. Thanks so much for being with us on the Production Journals, Vincent. And you folks out there will be hearing much more of his great stuff in the Archer and Armstrong audio drama. Thank you. Bye, everybody.